Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Half a Nice Day Podcast with your host, Janine. And Joshua. Today is a very special day. Why is it special? Because we have a different setup. And? And I feel like someone's with us. (laughs) (laughs) We have someone else on the table. Would you kindly introduce who we have today? Yes, we have the CEO of EGPino. (laughs) We have Sarah with us. Yeah. Super excited to be on here. Thank you for having me. Our first guest, guys. Mm -hmm. Our very first guest. Joshua touched um, upon that the last episode. He said that it's going to be a special episode because we have a guest. And and for everyone else as well, I want you to just shoot your shot because we just slid into Sarah's DMs and before you know it, she's come to our house. <laughs> That's what we did, exactly. So, so guys, shoot your shot, message those girls on DMs and do what you want to do, slide you into guys, it. You make it. You make me sound so easy. <laughs> we're, we're so, we're so, so happy. So basically, Sarah, she is half Filipino and half Egyptian, Egyptian. and we found her on TikTok and i'm just trying okay that's good that's better i'll just hold it we found her on tiktok and i found her on tiktok and then i called joshua and i'm like i sent him the video i'm like we need to interview this girl on the podcast and now we have her as our first guest guys awesome see just like like what joshua said shoot your shot and we have her here now but before before we go into the interview i just wanted to talk about our happy news of the week Bling. Wait, Sarah has to do it with us. So when, okay, when yeah. Janine says happy news of the week, we have to go because <laughs> we're too cheap to afford a soundboard. So, <laughs> so, so, so we, we do it manually. All the noises are here from directly from oh, our pipes. Dear. Exactly. Okay. See? She, 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 she's on <laughs> it. Okay. One, two, three. Happy news of the week. Bling. Bling. Wow. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so since we're all like half Filipinos here, I wanted to talk about a happy news from the Philippines. So a lot of um, a lot of families or um, Filipinos in the Philippines within their each barangay. Barangay is like a small part of a town. A town within a town. A town within a town. So they've started their community pantry. So they're calling it community pantries because it's basically an open pantry. They put everything from like canned goods to eggs to fruits, uh, rice, whatever they can, and provide them for free to nice. people, which is really really good. Um, there was a, there was one thing that happened recently though, which wasn't, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> which wasn't the best scenario because I think um, one one celebrity, um, she's I don't, I don't know if you guys know Angel Luxin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's such a famous celebrity. She she opened up her community pantry on her birthday. Unfortunately, a lot of people came in and a stampede happened. Oh wow. Um, but again, I mean. I, People just need to be a little bit more cautious of, you know, the pandemic happening. You have to be careful. You have to probably just get your food and then leave. I mean, if that's even possible, it's it's. I know it's tough times and a lot of people's like a lot of people don't have um, means to get rice, food, or whatever. Um, but just be a little bit more careful. But the good news is they're giving it away for free. Especially for those awesome. people who don't have jobs. I wonder what Angel Luxon puts in her community pantry. Like maybe high-end expensive stuff, you think? She she put up a, like a video or a picture of it. It's mostly like the basics. Rice. Not like gluten-free and no, keto no. stuff. Come on. I don't know. I don't Come know. on. No, no, no. Just the normal stuff. Because like the ones that are easier to prepare. Because not a lot of people would have like their own stove and their own kitchen to prepare. So like mostly these. like canned goods, rice. Yeah. The basics at least. Exactly. 
So it's good to see people helping one another, especially now during tough times. What we're on our second year of the pandemic, still not part two. Yeah, still not slowing down, unfortunately. So it's good to see people um, taking their own time and their resources to help other people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of helping other people, our first help today is. Having Sarah here. I thought you were going to say we helped Sarah <laughs> get a platform. She helped, she helped us, by the way. You're, you're going to make me famous. So it's yeah, okay. she, guys, she's already famous. Like She has a lot of followers on TikTok. How many followers do you have on TikTok, do you know? Uh, last I checked, it was 29,000. Yeah. It irritates me, though. I, I need it to be an even number. There you go, guys. Let's, let's help her with a few followers that we have. Let's help her get to 30k on TikTok. You want to plug where they can find you or where they can stalk you well, online? Well, you can stalk me at Sarah Egipino on Instagram, TikTok, hi-ho, uh, what else? We're Facebook. Just, we're just talking about hi-ho. Do you want to introduce what hi-ho is? Yes. So hi-ho is my new social media crush. Mm. Um, and it is the most authentic social media platform that I have seen in a very long time right so it's like um twitter but instead of tweeting with words you actually have video conversations with people from all around the world and it's such a positive community such a diverse community and i think it's um i don't know if you think of zoom twitter linkedin twitter uh, no yeah zoom twitter linkedin if you put all of those together you kind of get high hope yeah and the experience is just so different it's lots of authentic people and just i don't know the vibes are different there so yeah i'm cheating on all of the other platforms with hi-ho mm. hi-ho guys hi-ho <laughs> i think but you mentioned as well it was only on apple so guys whoever have android and yeah. android sorry you're left out you're not cool this. enough <laughs> exactly samsung boo iphone yay samsung he, has a, a, he has a samsung <laughs> josh was on samsung and he he says that it's the best, but it's not. I mean, if hi ho is not there, I don't know if I can consider that as the best one. So sorry. So yeah. there are a lot of things that are not on Apple. Do you guys have like um, Netflix? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the basic. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I just want to touch upon um, you saying that hi ho is such like a positive community. Is that because like on TikTok and this, I find personally, I find it myself that there's a lot of haters on TikTok. There is, and I think it's easier to become a hater on TikTok because right. you can just be user one two three one hundred. Oh right, yeah. So oh, you don't yeah, even yeah. need your real name to engage on TikTok. Um, but also, I think it's kind of so. I, what I found weird on on TikTok because you know um, I study so- social media and I work with social media a lot. But something that I find really interesting is that TikTok's algorithm is kind of based on engagement. So the right. more people engage, they show the same kind of content to more people like them. And so if you have one hater, they're going to look at the same kind of content. So the mm. algorithm doesn't really tell you what is a positive interaction or what is a negative interaction. It just attracts the same of the same. Right. And I think that's what the haters don't know is that they're actually helping you. Yeah. They're hating on you. Like you keep on commenting, liking, or even responding to other people's comments because then it gets like becomes a battle zone of like people just yeah. commenting and hating one another just like 
our first video on TikTok. Our first video had what a lot of happened? backlash. Yeah, um, yeah. Really? yeah, yeah. Wanna, oh, you want to no. tell her all about yeah, it? I'll, I'll give you the cliff notes of what happened. So there was this uh, Muhammad challenge. I don't know if you heard of it. Like, So like Janine would ask me to keep repeating, saying Muhammad, 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 Muhammad. Okay. And at the end, she holds up a piece of paper that says, ashamed. Okay. So when she pulled up the, this paper, and I'm like, well, she's like, uh, read, it. read it out. And I'm like, Ashamid. Okay. Because that's already ingrained yeah. in my mind, like that the last uh, part of Muhammad is Hid. Muhammad. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, a lot of people were like, "Why are you making fun of our of our prophet like that yeah. and everything?" Which oh, is not wow. our intention as well. So yeah, <laughs> mine I think was it's also a... stitched. <laughs> oh and, like, my god! Was like saying you should not take our. But but obviously I the also know where name. they're coming from. But yeah. our intention wasn't like that at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was like a challenge that was already ongoing. So I'm like, let me let me prank Joshua and try it on him. So I found it with someone else. So it's your fault. Exactly, it was my fault, and I <laughs> and put his she's face. She's nowhere in that video. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my name it's my handle but then it's his face oh so God. when it was stitched it was his face <laughs> next to the stitch but then there were also a lot of like positive comments yeah. people like defending us saying come on like they didn't even belittle you know the, yeah. the religious name and it's not really that but they're just making fun of you know the, the word ashamed I guess it's just they feel like we're putting ashamed next to their you know, next to the name of Muhammad, which is a whole yeah. name. Yeah. I, but uh, that's what I like about TikTok because yeah. as much as there is negativity, you also have a lot of really supportive people that will just back you up. That's true. So and people you are get... not even your friends. Exactly. Yeah. Like strangers. Yeah. 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 So yeah, there's good and bad. Yeah. yeah. As, as, as everything, actually. Yeah. But yeah, maybe let's introduce yourself to our listeners so you're not a stranger to them. Oh, yeah. See what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just tell us, like, where are you from? Um, we know that you're also uh, a Dubai, well, not a technically a Dubai, t- Dubai kid, an Abu Dhabi <laughs> kid. So maybe we can start from there. Yeah, so who am I? I'm Sarah Egipino. <laughs> yes. Um, I've lived in Dubai for like 30 years now. So I came here when I was maybe two, three years old. Right. Okay, so you're not born here. No, I wasn't born here. Where I was were you born, born? In Egypt. Oh, yeah, in okay. Alexandria. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I love Egypt. Do you? Have you been? Yes. Okay, nice. So, yeah, I came here when I was around two, three years old. And um, when I first came, my parents lived in Dubai. But then we moved to Abu Dhabi, spent all of my um, school days there, started out in an Indian school. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That must have been the worst. It was... It was scary. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I know people like who are not Indian who's grown up in Indian schools and they've all picked up that accent. The Indian <laughs> accent. Like, I'm surprised I didn't pick up any accent. Right. I'm really like, I don't, yeah. I don't think I have a Filipino accent. I don't think I have an Arabic accent. No, you have a very neutral accent. Yeah. Yeah, just like myself. Is. Yeah. And Janine as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so went to school there and then moved to Sharjah and then did a year in Sudan. Wow, I that's know. interesting. Um, Do you still remember details about it? or It was the best school year of my life. Wow, <laughs> nice. Because in Sudan, so I was in Khartoum. My dad was there opening a hotel. Nice. And that was my final year, so that was grade 12. Okay, so you weren't super young, so you still remember no, details yeah, about I it. Yeah, I really remembered it. And I was just in a class that's full of like, it's similar to here. You know, you, you have so many different nationalities in your class. But it was so different because in Sudan, you don't have a lot of things to do. So you don't have malls to go to or yeah. cafes to chill at. Right. It's all about the community. So 
that bond that you create with people was so different to what you're used to here. Like mm. here, you go out and you kind of need a distraction to do with your friends. So true, so true. Yeah. And There, you have to spend a lot of money. That, well, yeah. I don't know. I still find a lot of uh, good Free cheap things spot. to do. Yeah. <laughs> have you been to the, um, I'm veering off topic, but have you no, been to those buffets in Karama? For like 27 dirhams 25 dirhams um i so i went like to a hot pot or something which i think was the, around the same price or any something. there's the other place the filipino we, buffets though yeah, yeah the filipino yeah. Buffets, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're so good one, <laughs> of my, you know, one of my brother's friends owns one i can't remember which one Ooh. yeah let him invite us then yeah maybe you should free. have him as your next host exactly <laughs> see she's free already media. creating she's gonna help us with our social media and then my brother's friend is gonna help us with food exactly yeah. sponsors but is it true that in sudan there are more pyramids than they are in egypt i don't know i i only learned about the pyramids in sudan when a friend of mine did a vlog on the pyramids in sudan I had no idea that they had them. That's so new to me. I don't even know that there are pyramids in Sudan. <laughs> and the Nile also passes through Sudan, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm learning things. Thank you. Geography. Because <laughs> no, I have a really good Sudanese friend as well. So he okay. schooled me on these things. Nice. And you know, Sudan has the also the, the, I don't know how to say this, but like the tallest people in the world. What? Wasn't yeah, like it the Dutch? The, no, 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 no. So it's it's the Sudanese who are like the tallest The average height of every Sudanese is like more than like 5'10". Wow. Yeah, I've never met a short Sudanese guy as well, so I think that's... I have. I oh, went yeah? to school with some short Sudanese people. Yeah, but you're in grade 12. <laughs> 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 you haven't fully grown up. Yet. <laughs> no, come on. How much have you grown? <laughs> I'm still growing because I feel I'm going to reach six foot something. Yeah, in so. your dreams? Yeah. yeah. Okay, in your dreams. Should we, should yeah. we tell him that it's not happening? It's not going to happen. <laughs> right. Sorry, it's not happening. I can't hear you. <laughs> My earphones are off. Yeah, I've pretty much been the same size and height since i was i think 14 yeah <laughs> is it is it from your mom's side because my height's from my mom's side my dad yeah. is super tall yeah i so didn't i i got the i wasn't same. blessed with those jeans no because we got the face though right the, exactly the, the skin exactly the thank youngness. you mom <laughs> thank you mom i think like the asian jeans really helped us We were just talking earlier about how old are you? How old are you? And we're both like complimenting each other, saying, "Oh, we don't look our age. Look at us just lifting our own, you know, our own benches." No, what is, can we move on? No, but it's true. Look, even you. What? I mean, you say that you have white hair, but your face—if you remove all of your like facial hair—you look a little bit more. Baby, If I remove my facial hair, I would look like I'm still unborn. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so young, I would look very young. You seen me, yeah, without a beard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's never seen me in person, but I showed her a picture, and she's like, "Don't ever do Who this." Even you? with a beard, you look really young. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, because yeah. when I was watching your podcast, um, I I thought you were in your early twenties. Yeah. Killing. You're gonna be a regular. Yeah. Can we have you next week again? <laughs> Done. For all the compliments. But so, you gotta get your friend to provide the yeah. food. Yeah. So actually. Sorry, we're gonna sidetrack again, but Janine and I were thinking of doing like a boodle fight episode <gasps> and everything, so maybe we can Done. have. See? Yeah. We already have our guest. We already have our boodle fight guest with us. Yes. Okay, done. Many more episodes to come, guys. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to let us know, like, how did your parents meet? Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have kind of a rom com going on, but um, they met in Sharjah. Okay. Way I know. No one I know. I know. I know. I asked the same thing, 
But apparently, at that time, Sharjah was the it place to go. Wow. So they used to work in the same hotel, and they met there, and yeah, then moved around the UAE, just stayed so here. So this is like 30 plus years ago, right? Yeah, I think my dad spent 35 years in the UAE before going back to Egypt. Okay. Yeah, so it, it was it wow, was here. he's been here for a while. Just yeah. Like, just but like our parents. Yeah, yeah that's because our parents also met around 30 plus years ago yeah. as well. Yeah. But it's so cool. Like, I didn't even know Sharjah had tourists like 35 years ago that there would be a hotel. <laughs> 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 so. No, so. It, was, it was the it place. Like, I, I remember they used to... Like, nobody would come to Dubai. People would go to Sharjah to hang out and party. Sharjah, what happened? Oh, no, but actually, growing <laughs> up, I remember actually going a lot to Sharjah. Um, there, on the Dubai Sharjah Road, there are a lot of those restaurants like KFC, Pizza Hut. So a lot of us would go to Restaurants. Yeah. KFC. Fine dining restaurant yeah. establishments no, like KFC. The, the Dubai KFC is fine dining? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of our first dates, I took Janine to McDonald's. So. Yep, yep. His fine dining. That was a fine dining experience. I told you I'm cheap. I told you. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, but, but that's... Cost-cutting. <laughs> Seriously, like, I need to show her now because in the future, I'm not going to take you to, like, Burj Khalifa or Burj Al Arab for dinner. Like, this is the standard I'm setting right now. Straight off the bat. She's like, okay. I liked, and I got her no, that Wonderham ice cream. Yeah, I actually I treat my woman well. Yeah, with, with a Wonderham ice No, it wasn't the cone one. It was the... Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, so yeah. that's like, what, five or six? Four. Look at you. Wow. Spender. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but what happened to Sharjah, right? <laughs> no, because I'll, t- I'll tell you what happened to Sharjah. Sorry, we're moving away from our guest. Because <laughs> I can speak a lot about Sharjah. But, but so your parents met there. Yeah. And then they got married here, or no, actually, so they got married in Egypt. Okay. Okay. So they had a beautiful big wedding in Egypt. Nice. My dad is from Aswan, so it's um, like they have Nubian music. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, just look it up. <laughs> yeah. But it's so much fun. Um, we still watch their video sometimes. Actually. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. I've never seen my parents' wedding video. It's uh, my dad sang. <laughs> oh, they danced wow. a lot. Yeah. It's so so. Oh, so we cute. have to share those videos to us. Well, they're on those VHS things. So. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I still have a VHS player. You do? Yeah. Do you? I still what? have a VCD player as well. I think. VCD, I think, is fine. Yeah. Like the the DVD like, player. What is that? What is a VCD? So player? pre-dvd there was this vcd so movies used to come in like two of those cds so like the movie was like insert vcd2 then you would remove the first vcd and put the second one in how did i not know this and then there would be after that they came out with the two two vcd yeah two two or four i can't remember but you'll put both so that it automatically plays the the second video you don't have to remove it take that time and everything because who wants to stand up remove the cd and put it back in right but the, the, the b the side B. Side B. I don't wow. know where I was when this was happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm older than you. I need to know this. <laughs> you never had those like Chinese women knocking on your door and selling VCDs? No, but they were like one. There were DVDs. Oh, so, yes. so pre that, I think. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I just, I, I skipped a generation. I went from VHS to DVD. I <laughs> straight to Blu-ray. And then All of the Gen Zs are watching right now and they're like, what are they talking what about? Close this Yes. Especially but, if people from TikTok. From her side of Gen Z TikTok fans. I don't think I have a lot of Gen Z audience. Yeah? Yeah, I think they're they're quite older. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably our age. 
Or even, even older, older, actually, mm. yeah. Anyone over 35 shouldn't be on TikTok. Hey, hey. <laughs> like, watch it. <laughs> you know what? Just today, I was on TikTok and I saw um, a 56-year-old woman, or maybe even older, playing the drums. This is why I love TikTok, you know? Amazing. These are just, like, random people you would never hear or learn about. Because YouTube are more about, like, celebrities or Instagram. You have these yeah. Instagram models who their feet are so curated. But TikTok is just as it is. Did you, you know? see the grandma on TikTok? She's, like, a mean, angry grandma. Oh, I no. think I've seen that one. Uh, I love her. Yeah. She's so miserable. Oh, I love her. <laughs> There's one now, a Filipino grandma. Really? Like, she, you're the one who sent me that, yeah? Yes, yes, yes. Filipino grandma who talks like she's a child or something like oh, oh that's so swaggy or yeah something. she's like this is busting yeah this is busting <laughs> she eats a piece of fruit I'm like fruit cannot be busting I think it's because her grandson used to be well still is he's a TikToker as well but oh, didn't so he, really get that famous but whenever he featured his Lola or his grandma like the video would just go viral so oh, they right, just created right. her own uh, TikTok account and she's oh, she has a lot of followers more now. than him. I think so. Yeah, I went to his account and I'm just like, mm. I think your Lola is a better TikToker than you are. <laughs> when did you When did you start TikTok? When When did the whole thing? I TikTok think happen? it was mid last year. So yeah. it was everything that I've done on TikTok was by accident. Like, okay, I came on the platform to to learn about the platform because for my job we gotta advise our clients on what platforms to be on and what you can do on each platform. But when you read about it. When you read about different platforms, it's completely different, right? Than when you actually know the experience mm-hmm. firsthand. Right. So I started on TikTok, just did random things, and suddenly I went viral. <laughs> she she has a lot of videos, guys, that actually went viral. So she's not just talking about one video. There's a lot of videos. Y- y- yeah. yeah, but don't, don't pick it up like that. <laughs> which, do you remember which video got you viral? Yeah, of course I do. Which one was it? It was like my... My moment of pride and yes. fame. It was the video and I was saying, what is an AGP now? Right. So I described it in the three languages that I speak. And I did not know it would get so much um, love. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was the first one. And every video that I speak the three languages in, it just like hits the roof. Because I think it's very fascinating. Like learning to speak two languages is already hard enough and mm. being able to speak three being a polyglot that's like that's like really really difficult i don't think a lot of people because not a lot of pe- people are able to speak three languages yeah it, sometimes your head like thinks in what english or arabic and then you speak another language and sometimes you mush all three together and then the person <laughs> that you're talking to is just like what are you talking about that's that's actually interesting yeah what language do you guys think in my English, uh, sorry, my thinking language is English. I think mine is English too. So I noticed that mine changes. Oh, okay. So here it is English. Right. When I go to Egypt and I spend, you know, more than two weeks, it's th- I start <laughs> thinking in Arabic. Nice. And when I'm in the Philippines for, again, a long period, I start thinking in Tagalog. Would you say that you're you're more fluent in speaking Arabic than Tagalog? Yeah. Okay. I think because I use it more. Right. Yeah. Especially being in a Middle East country. Yeah. And also the, I think, kind of work that i do um yeah right. i do use arabic much more than Tagalog. so you, do you speak it in a business like setting as well you speak arabic oh cool yeah cool. i have to yeah it, it surprises a lot of clients but yeah yeah I, I just i wanted to get to that like has sorry are we good on time yeah yeah it's yeah. still 24 minutes sorry uh <laughs> has there ever been a case where like 
you start speaking in Arabic to someone and they're like, oh crap, you actually know Arabic. <laughs> or or vice versa. It can even happen in Tagalog. Always, always, always. Yeah. Um, at work, it does happen quite often, but um, I, because they see my name, so right. they, they'll immediately assume that I'm either... Sometimes people think I'm Pakistani. Oh, okay. Because my last name is... It, it can be both. It can right. be Arab or Pakistani. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, people at work, it's all right. Um, people I meet out and about, they get really shocked. Yeah. So like, especially like customer service people or waiters in different, th- in different places... I would always start with English, and sometimes if I feel like they're not really getting me, I would switch to Arabic or Tagalog. Mm. Yes. And they're just like, what? I'm sorry, what? what? Can you repeat what you <laughs> it, just said? It, it always exactly. happens to, to like us as well. And when I start speaking Tagalog, which is the very, very rare case, they're like, I feel Filipino kapala. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And then he starts speaking in Tagalog, and they're like, mm, not really. He's a fake. He's no, but ha- have you ever heard anything negative though? Like when someone said something like, you know, I can understand you, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, so I was in um, Carrefour, uh, just at the cashier. Yeah. Right. And I was paying, and there was someone like, some old guy here uh, to my left with his friend. And he was looking at me, and he tells him in Arabic that beauty is wasted on these Asians. No. Yeah. Way. What are you saying? I flipped. I turned. Wait, so that's a compliment, though. No, is it? it is not. It's wasted on Asians. So that means Asians are beautiful. No. No. no um. It means that I should be Arab to have this beauty. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay, okay, okay. I looked at him and I'm like, "Excuse me." I'm like, "Did I hear you correctly in Arabic?" And he's like, "Oh, okay, cool. So you are Arab." I'm like, "No." I'm Filipino, but I speak Egyptian. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you say it in, in Arabic? What did you what? say? Role play. In Arabic? Yeah. <laughs> okay, pretend. You, you, you pretend. Both of you do it. <laughs> no, no, you're the guy. I'm the cashier. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anything else? You want an extra gum? Or? <laughs> Imagine the cashier just in the middle of this whole thing happening. Yeah. It's just like... I don't even remember the cashier. <laughs> do you have a My Club card? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to pay cash or credit? Yeah, that was really bad. But yeah, um, I don't get that too. I mean, I get. I used to get it a lot in clubs, um, right? So, yeah, a lot of Arabs would be, you know, saying something bad about Filipino people, and uh, I just in clubs I tend to avoid any conflict because you don't know, like, you yeah. know, what can happen, right? But yeah, I, I think it's it's sad that there's that connotation with um, Filipinos. Yeah, there's always like. I don't know, maybe more from like the women and then men trying to talk badly or looking down upon Filipino women. But I mm. I just don't know what it is. And it, it's sad because, you know, being half Filipino, being half Filipino for you, you're just like, why? You know, mm. why keep it into just one race? I'm sure if there's something bad bet- about Filipino women, it's also with other women as well. You know, it's not just within one race yeah. but i guess being in this country where there are a lot of filipinos and you know not just filipino men but a lot of filipino women that's where it gets a little bit difficult and up until now there's still that stigma when you see a filipino woman with a foreigner mm-hmm. there's always that look even from the filipino community that mm. people look at them and they're like "Ooh," they always say like oh that means like Good, like good job to the Filipino lady because mm. she got hold of a foreigner, you know, yeah. which is sad. Because my mom is 
a Filipino and she married a, a foreigner, not a Filipino, yours, yours. Yeah. And but, I see that still a lot of people stare at us as a family when we go out. No, it's, I think it's always going to be there because there are a lot of expats as well who go to Philippines just for the sole purpose of right. like trying to a Filipino. But then obviously like we have to think outside <laughs> the box and, and be more accepting, I guess, especially in the UAE. Yeah. Because th- there's one thing which also I realized here is, especially for women with an Indian, mm. there's a very slim chance of them actually getting married. Because if an Indian guy, obviously he's going to have a, like an arranged marriage in the future. So they're just like wasting each other's time, which everyone thinks. But I don't know if I have, if I picked it up correctly from everyone's, everyone's opinion or anything like that. But, but you know, saying that, did your parents ever have any conflict? Like when like your Filipino family said, why are you marrying an Egyptian or an Egyptian so my parents never really had that issue. Uh, when my mom first met my dad's family, it was super cute. Like they told me that she she just you know all of his sisters just took her sh- took her in their arms and nice. just gave her a big 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 welcome. That's so nice. Um, and I think it's because of the way that my dad spoke about her and how much he loved her and all of that. So that was fine. And same with the Filipino side. They were mm. just I think because of how tight they all were as a family. So it was just immediate. If she's okay with you, we're okay with you. That's so nice. Yeah. Have you ever visited the Philippines as a family? Yeah, we yeah. used to go a lot. Um, yeah, every two. So we do one year in Egypt, one year in the Philippines. Mm. Right. Yeah. But like, you, you've yeah. never lived in the Philippines, right? Just no. mostly vacation. Yeah. Okay. okay. But long vacations, like three months. Ooh, <laughs> like school vacations. Yeah, exactly. I miss those. Those summer vacations were everything. But you know, know like, like growing up... Um, it was also the same so like three months in the philippines and then the next year i would take like maybe one to two months in india and everything like that but i used to be um i used to keep failing my classes <laughs> so i always when i go back to philippines i would have all my books and because i have to do a re-exam when i come back oh my god so i would be studying and everything so i could really never experience like vacations you have to do like summer school not summer school but uh, re-exams I never failed a grade so I was always leveling yeah. up but I just had to always do re-exams like three subjects at once right and I have to get like pass and then so that my mom was like you know what everyone's outside having fun and you're inside the room studying Aww. but I would just be playing video games <laughs> like an, on like a black and white TV I'm like I can't see the color of this and game. everyone's outside everyone's outside everyone's having fun so I never got to experience like the full happiness to some extent when I was back home hmm but it's good though you at least you travel to both countries yeah as well. extensively and so you would travel with your siblings right so you have an older brother yeah and a, a younger young, one a younger so, brother as well so yeah. you're the only girl only girl and okay. middle child <laughs> welcome to the middle child group podcast we're gonna exactly. change our name for this episode <laughs> Yeah, uh, but my older brother actually lived in the Philippines. So he wow. went to college in the Philippines and all of that. My younger brother was here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they they had a... My young, my, me and my younger brother had pretty much the same kind of upbringing. Right. And my older brother was uh, very Filipino. Upbringing. Yeah, so you would say that he speaks Tagalog fluently. Yeah. Nice. Does he also speak Arabic? No, he's my mom's uh, son. So yeah. from a former marriage. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Brother, so he's like full on Filipino. Full, full. Okay, okay. <laughs> but is he yeah. here now or is he still in he the Philippines? He is, yeah. Oh, nice. All okay. three of us are all here. Okay. Yeah. And your parents are in Egypt right now? Now they are, but they're yeah. here for a visit. Nice. Okay. I'm keeping, I, I've decided. Because last year I couldn't see them. I was meant to, yeah, this was really annoying. I was meant to go visit them in Egypt and right. then lockdown happened. 
like no my tickets yeah yeah and uh, i heard that the cases in egypt i'm not sure now but back then was like really high right i honestly wasn't you know looking at egypt's um, cases because i don't know if they were as rigorous with their testing and my parents live kind of far away from the city so i wasn't so worried right but yeah i was gonna visit them and i couldn't so i said you know what this year i'm just gonna bring them over here it's easier so yeah. even if they get stuck here it's fine <laughs> yeah because yeah that's true it's it's much safer like being here than, than elsewhere yeah, yeah. It's, it's sad to hear all of the cases like india right now oh god crazy can't even begin to think like the amount of people who are getting the virus so to those who are saying that the virus is a hoax i hope you don't believe that anymore because there always be someone some naysayer who thinks that this is not real yeah uh, i don't know and like let's not get into like the anti-vaxxers yeah i know <laughs> we can leave that for another exactly. three of us are vaccinated yes yeah, we're, all, all we're all vaccinated like thank you to uae because they really handled it well almost mm, their vaccination drive was actually on point everyone is almost everyone now almost everyone very smooth and the cases every day has significantly lower it down which mm. is a really good sign yeah well we want to talk about food as well like what would you say is your favorite food growing up you know egyptian and filipino i can't choose between either to be honest yeah um when it comes to food i am just i don't know just anything anything that i can just eat yeah <laughs> love. so you're not picky you weren't like were you a picky no, child i was no? not Good. i think because we didn't really have options growing up so my mom would like you know like eat what's there okay just eat what's available there was never this question of what do you want to have for yes. lunch that is so true that's such yeah. an asian upbringing by the way like even for myself like if there's food on the table you have to eat it yeah or else you can't leave the table and sometimes i would cry because i really don't i hated vegetables when i was younger and now i do i love them but when i was younger when i see vegetables i'm like this is gonna be a two-hour dinner i'm just gonna be here trying to eat my vegetables which i really hate but that's that's good because then it teaches you to just consume whatever is yeah in front like of you. Th- those kind of questions came when my younger brother was um growing up mm. so it was then because my parents started out like really having roughing it out in the uae right and then as they grew in their professional careers they were able to ask the question you know what do you mm. want to have for lunch yeah. or what do you ha- want to have for dinner but that was around my brother's time so i was never picky though i never i don't think i ever pushed back any vegetables or things like that i just right. ate whatever was given to me wow what and a good child i know but i was a horrible teen so i balanced <laughs> it out <laughs> that's where you got back yeah, so janine was a good teen but <laughs> a horrible <laughs> child <laughs> no but did your mom know how to cook like both egyptian and filipino food as well oh yes oh, yeah. so wow. she learned and now she cooks egyptian food better than egyptians and oh no wow. way does she speak Amazing. arabic as well now that she's living in egypt <laughs> she does but in her cute little accent that's so cute <laughs> i love it so so your parents have decided like okay egypt is where we're gonna spend our retirement yeah, yeah? they they did okay so they retired i think two years ago now yeah, yeah it's been two years how how was it transitioning from living with your parents and now living on your own it was so i lived on my own for quite a few years before they left right. the uae so that wasn't a big shift the biggest shift was that I used to go to their house every Friday, right? Mm. So I used to go home every Friday. And mm. suddenly that wasn't there anymore. Yeah. That was really sad. Yeah. So uh. I just, I did not like that. I didn't like, you know, um, not being able to go see. They lived in Sharjah. Okay. I didn't like not being, every Friday I'd 
you know, look forward to whatever she was cooking, my mom. Yeah. Um, I'd look forward to my dad uh, just, you know, catching up about work and life. And it was it was different. Yeah. So now, and I'm much busier now, so I don't even have time to, like, speak to them on Zoom or right. give them a call. Right. So it, it was a really hard period of adjustment. Mm-hmm. But I think we're okay now. Yeah. yeah. Would you say that your parents, because it seems like you're very close to your parents, mm. were they strict when you were younger? Like having Oh, I dad? hated them when I was young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they were very, very strict. Um, but I think for a good reason. Like, right. they obviously thought that that was the best way to, to bring me up. And I turned out pretty okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy with very that. Very successful in a like, very young age, being ahead of operations, right? Yeah from her company guys this is <laughs> this is the upbringing of strict parents i have very strict parents too really um that that was the well my dad more than my mm. mom my mom was like the cooler filipino mom but my dad was like you have to be home at this time and oh, yeah. it was more of like no negotiations if i say this this is this is the way to go yeah and that's how I was brought up. My sister was brought up and my younger brother was brought up. My younger brother a little bit better because he's a boy. You okay. know, he was able to have his sleepovers. He was able Same. to hang out with friends. But then because I was a girl, <laughs> no sleepovers, not allowed. So that's how I grew up. And I think and I would like to think as well that I grew up OK. I'm, I'm fine now. I think there's, there just has to be a proper balance yeah. of mm. the strictness sure. and, you know, having this cooler mom or like a person who would teach you how to be less uptight i would say i yeah my mom only became cooler when i was much older <laughs> ah, okay so <laughs> she, she was, was tight just, as well oh when you were my young. goodness yeah and especially because my first school was an indian school and they were really really strict yes and you had to like i remember they used to give us these so we would you know have cute questions and answers in a little notebook and we'd have to write them down from the board right and then we'd have to memorize that for the exam and if you get one word wrong it's a wooden ruler on you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> schools back then that's not allowed and now that's not allowed no, anymore not yeah allowed. but back then no that's true. it's not them that were beating me it was my mom oh okay i, was like, I thought it was in the school no she'd stay up with me till 3 4 a.m well, no 2 3 a.m just wow. like make sure that Every repeat, repeat, oh. go memorize this, come back, repeat. Oh, wow. wow. But I think that helped a lot because now I grasp information so quickly. Yeah. Like, I don't need to study things for a long time. I just need to hear it once and I'm cool. Yeah. You're like, where's my mom with it? You <laughs> with the stick, let me just memorize it. <laughs> She's preconditioned me. PTSD, like oh my you look gosh. around like, is my mom here? Is she here? Do I need to memorize this? For me, it was completely different. Like, I growing up, I was like, my parents, I wouldn't say were not strict, but they, they gave me my freedom as well. So I had a lot of times where I was like, okay, I could come out late or go, go out late and come home late. Partay. But I think it's maybe because of the Arabs as well. I don't know. Yeah. But I, but for me, it was like relatively easy to grow, grow up. I didn't have any problems. So just my dad and mom would just be behind me for studying. That's it. And because you're a boy. Yeah. That too. Yeah. 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 Is it different with your sister? Sister? Yeah, I could say so. See? Yeah. Like she was only able to travel like like few years ago by herself. Yeah. But for my brother and I, we're like completely fine. Like go do what you have to do, <laughs> but just, just study... Off. Yeah, like yeah. like the moment I turned eighteen as well, my dad's like, "Go get your driving license." I'm like, "Cool." Men, I yeah. must say. Yeah, but my my mom was stricter than my dad though. Really? Yeah. 
She was like the like she one who wore the pants in the family for sure. Like she would make all the rules. Does your dad know that? Yeah. <laughs> They watch the podcast. He's very by the cool. Way. He's very cool. <laughs> like my my dad would like hand the slipper to my mom, and then my mom would be the one hitting me. Like, come here, boy. <laughs> I was just very Marta, like very what's the English word for Marta? Picky. Picky when it came to having medicine. I hated medicine growing oh, up. Oh, okay. So my mom would like literally choke me and pour syrup down my mouth. <gasps> And Have I would you? Puke. Wait, wait, wait. Have you guys had the ampalaya down your throat? Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> you know what ampalaya the is? Bitter vegetable. Bitter gourd. Uh, yeah. I hate it. Oh my god. But does your mom like force feed you? Like if you don't finish your food, do you have to eat it? No. Yeah, well we do. So. No, it wasn't that. It's if we were sick, she would make us drink ampalaya juice. Ooh. Raw ampalaya juice, so that you throw up whatever is inside you. That's oh, thick. okay. So wait, yeah, okay. Mm, that wasn't. That oh, wasn't. Wow. Is that a thing? I've never heard of that. I I don't know, but she made it a thing. <laughs> <laughs> now now they know that there that can be a thing. If you want your children to puke out the phlegm or whatever is yeah. in them, then just like give them oh, bitter gourd. Usually, it's just Vicks in our house. Vicks oh, for Vicks. everything. Oh, yeah. Vicks, yeah, Vicks is like. <laughs> I like that we both. <laughs> my mom aligned. would pour Vicks in my mouth. <laughs> I remember my mom would like put hot water and on like in a bowl, and then oh, she yeah. would just put Vicks, and we would all put like um like a blanket over our heads. Yeah, we would all inhale it. And I was claustrophobic. I still am claustrophobic, and I hated it so much. Really, like, I can't breathe. I have to get out. And I don't think my mom understood what being claustrophobic <laughs> is when I was younger. She's just like, stay here, inhale the steam, and I was getting like a panic attack. And oh, I'm like, mom, God. I can't take it anymore. Now she understands. Like, thank you, Google, and you know, <laughs> thank you, Facebook. Exactly, being more aware about these. Do your parents also trust Doctor Facebook? Yes. Yeah, that's yes. really bad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know these pictures of like you have to, when, especially when COVID was like it just came out, and my mom would be like, "You always have to drink like hot water, put lemon in, and put all yeah. of these like weird ingredients in," and she would <laughs> send it, and I'm like, "Mom, I think." It's only true for like a part of it, but it will not cure COVID because <laughs> I think COVID is a virus, and only yeah. like we haven't even learned about the cure of, of COVID. But I don't know if your mom's the same. Like she would just forward you like these chain messages, pictures. For me, it was not about like like herbal medicines and everything. For me, it was like because I'm a very lazy guy, <laughs> so my mom would always send me videos like of people like who are amputees. Like without legs and they're like and oh they're drawing God. with their with their mouth and then like look at this video Josh he has no legs and arms but he drew this artist and you have all your hands and your feet and you cannot do anything in the house. So your mom's telling you to do something about your life basically. Yeah, she's like look <laughs> at all these people so who are so yeah, exactly like look <laughs> at these less fortunate people doing so much with their lives Josh, and you're here at home playing video games. Go What on, are you yeah. doing? Why are you being a bum? <laughs> Seriously, that, that was all there. Like, but Facebook is the worst, though. And my dad also sends all those good morning messages with like a gif of butterflies. Oh, God. I'm like, like, That's so cute, How do you though. block your father on WhatsApp? It is cute. Our parents are our parents are trying to be digital savvy, mm. but like sometimes it's just they don't get what's happening. Mm. Like my dad, I think when Facebook was new, he was just like looking at his phone and it's like how how do you how do you do this? And they always look at the phones like. 
Yes. Far away. (laughs) (laughs) Can you show me? (laughs) I love our parents, man. They're the best. They are. I I I really, to be honest, I really like being um, in like two cultures. Mm. Like for me, it's like getting the best out of both, um, like two worlds. Because some some people are um, not as I would say not as fortunate as we are, because we are more um, how do I say exposed. To different cultures and also living yeah. in the UAE that's another culture that we're learning um, compared to others who live in the same country with the same you know same nationality parents they're not as diverse mm. as as we are so I'm really really thankful for that I, I don't know if you felt the same as, as as me but like growing up I never understood the importance of being half like for me it was just like okay but then like a lot of people like I wouldn't say like they like they look up to you you admire them because you're like two different nationalities and they have a whole series of questions that they ask like oh are your parents still together or like which food do you like better which country do you like better yes. are you more filipino are you more egyptian so it like it opens up a lot of like room to make small talk as well it is especially here um <laughs> that's why you don't like you don't feel it but when i i remember when i went to the states and when i went to where was it I think it was mostly in the states when people ask me where are you from and i tell them i'm half here half here they're like oh okay what is it like and yeah like, just normal <laughs> like, what yeah, do you mean right not a lot of people would get that like upbringing as we have so they're very interested in knowing and i think that's why you're really famous on tiktok because people are like oh my gosh she's half filipino half egyptian and she speaks arabic and tagalog and english <laughs> like there's a lot of things and we actually saw that you you sing as well it seems like one of your tiktok videos you were singing is there any other hidden talent that you have yeah so my talents are a little bit weird because i I kind of learn how to do something, but like not enough to master it. Right. Mm. So with talent, I'm a little bit uh, a, a jack of all trades and definitely a master of none. Yeah. So <laughs> I can do a little bit of piano. Wow. I can do a little bit of guitar, a little bit of um, Latin ballroom and what? yeah. What? <laughs> Sing. Wow. Dancing, singing, music. Yeah. I can't draw to save my life. Okay. But yeah, that's something maybe one day. Yeah. I might try. And then, yeah. of course, creating content. That's like another talent of yours. Yeah. I think TikTok was just, I don't know, like a creative outlet to be myself. Right. Kind of. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm not scared to be lame on TikTok because it's fine. I only started getting weirded out when I started seeing my professional network on TikTok. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't see the side of me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's difficult. Because even at work, uh, that video of the, the Muhammad video went yeah. viral for us. Oh, wow. It's like almost what, 100,000. Yeah, like 120,000. Yeah, and, and, and it got into my, my work circle as well. And we have a work WhatsApp group and like, look at Joshua and he sends this and everyone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I think it's weird when work people are like involved. Yeah, because so my, my boss's son found me on TikTok. Or my boss's kids found me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> They're like, isn't, Baba, isn't this the girl that works with you? <laughs> that is so funny. So, he saw some of your uh, viral TikToks. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty chill. Oh, that's mm, cool. Okay. Yeah. No, my clients did. Um, yeah, so they're, they're, they're all Thai, these clients. And we were sitting at a, at a Thai restaurant just having a business lunch. Right. And um, their director looks at me and he says, so 
we've seen your TikToks. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> like the first thing they say, we've seen your TikToks. I'm like, no. I the pad tight and I've seen your TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, luckily they already knew who I was. So it's fine that right. they see that side of it me. It wasn't like the first business meeting. No, no, no. Okay, no, good. No. So you've established your professional side already. I have, but actually after TikTok, I'm trying to do more content that is not funny like more serious yeah. content <laughs> oh, <laughs> like okay. i need to balance it out right right yeah. maybe maybe on high ho well on high ho it's still the same though like yeah. i'm trying not to i'm trying to find what is my authentic brand online right because i don't want to be one of these people that is just i don't know like one version i want to be everything so i am the lame person that does that jokes i am the i don't know person who speaks like i don't know confucius and um Socrates and mm. like I, I like everything right. and I want to be able to be that person online if I'm going to be the brand right so yeah I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how to balance all of this but I definitely need more professional content <laughs> yeah to, to show to your professional especially when your um, professional side needs you to present yourself to other people because sometimes you can work at an office but you don't really have to have connections with people outside of your work but from the nature of your work you meet a lot of people and yeah you pitch to to clients as well exactly so i think that's a that's the difficult side of it like them seeing you on a tiktok um i think they they, they find it because all of our clients have known me for quite a while now mm-hmm. so they, they're okay and then when they do see me on tiktok it'll be oh wow she has this side too yeah so it's fine but i think for new clients or if i was ever to i don't know um, speak on any other platform like when I when I go and pitch myself to to these conferences and all that it's like oh, okay what do I have to show you <laughs> my TikToks <laughs> here you go I can yeah. talk exactly and then you can show them the podcast and then let them know that you can also you can like do everything exactly. I can do it all yeah. jack of all trades yeah. exactly <laughs> well, I think people who are able to um, become a chameleon and do a lot of things are mm. the most interesting people because you can relate to basically anyone like yeah. you speak to someone and there would be one point that you have in common absolutely yeah and it's yeah. easier to hit it off socially when you connect with someone on like a personal mm-hmm. note rather absolutely. than just being all business and all professional mm-hmm. No, because I can relate to that as well a lot. Because even even if I'm like a jack of all trades, but must master of none, I can do, I can play like five instruments, but like very little amount of each yeah. instrument. I've I've tried my hand in almost everything, and uh, but I get bored very easily. Same, same. Mm-hmm. So I I I mean, before it was actually worse because I would the moment something would be a little bit too difficult i'm like ah what screw it so Next. true so <laughs> true right. yeah Do you have yeah. adhd or something or add no um i actually have something called borderline personality disorder okay mm. so it's um it's like it, it kind of makes you a little bit more impulsive and you're always like either or so you're either right. really in love with something or really hate it so it takes uh. like you know you have to master how to, <laughs> to manage your emotions manage that. and yeah. everything yeah yeah so it means you're very passionate about things when you start something it means you really like it yeah but it's 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 a little bit difficult because some of them are imagined feelings so you right. kind of have to rationalize your feelings as you go which is obviously difficult right yeah um but yeah i've learned how to manage that yeah i think yeah. that's i think being self-aware is not an innate thing there are a lot of people who are not really oh, aware yeah. of how they act how they speak and how other people feel around them mm. and i think that's a really good character to have especially if you know your emotions are a little bit high mm-hmm. and low 
you also need to be self-aware of your own feelings. That's difficult. It is. It is. Um, I mean, getting to know who you are yeah. is already as difficult. There's so many people that I meet who are our age. Right. They still don't really know who they are and what yeah. triggers them and what motivates them and what makes them happy. Hmm. And they're, they're still trying to figure out that identity. Yeah. So the fact that I'm able to have this awareness this early on is something I'm really grateful for. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's true. Like being a lot of people, or even myself, when I was younger, I thought that when I hit 30s or when I'm close to hitting my 30s to be like, I got it figured out. You know, I'll understand everything. I'll be professional. I'll learn how to like have a family. But no, <laughs> not really. Being in your 30s or close to your 30s, I think everyone is just figuring things out as yeah. they go. And you'll never have that point in your life where you're like, I'm, I'm done. I got everything. I learned everything because has to be like a continuous thing no, and i think like with the recent times as well especially covid like all everything has shifted mm. so like what you wanted to be when you were 30 like i turned 30 this year so like everything that i thought i was going to be at 30 is like completely different and i was like at a panic attack janine you're like oh i'm turning 30 i haven't done anything and just recently like the, this is the first time i'm saying this on the podcast but even i've been diagnosed with adhd oh wow and uh janine always helps me a lot when it comes to things because there's one day i will watch like fast and furious movie i'm like okay, I'm going to be a straight racer. <laughs> then I watch a, a, a movie with like con mans and con men's and everything. I'm like, okay, I'm going to steal something from a from a museum. I was watching Money Heist. I don't know if you watch Money Heist. And I'm like, I'm going to rob the UAE. <laughs> no UAE, no. no. No robbing happening here. I don't know him. I just met him. <laughs> We're not <Keep> associated. <laughs> no, but it, it's like that. Then I realized like everything in my life is stemmed from me having adhd which is unfortunately which i caught on really late in life mm. i mean i understood that i had it really late in life but looking back i can see oh crap everything that have been happening to me in high school and throughout my like pro- my professional career throughout my all, all my hobbies and everything is all like impulse and i get bored easily mm. and whenever something that's very interesting strikes me at first i'm like okay i need to buy be like this like i've been watching a lot of video games online and i'm like okay and then i bought a gaming laptop and i bought a gaming mouse oh, wow. and i've invested you go and I, all in and i went all in and i'm just like and then I, I barely play i just recently i started playing again but my <laughs> mom just uses that laptop to watch korean novellas <laughs> my too <laughs> It's like a retirement <laughs> thing. Like you hit sixty, you just watch Korean shows. That's and the only reason she has Netflix. My Netflix account. <laughs> when you when you enter into your Netflix account, your recommended videos are all about. Oh, like, no, Korean no, no! Ones. I've created separate profiles. <laughs> Absolutely no way are you interfering with my watching experience. That is so true. Like his mom is very obsessed with Korean novels. Korean. Well. But why? What is it? With Filipino moms and Korean yeah. telenovelas. My best friend's mom is super obsessed with that. With all of the Korean novelas as well, and. They know what's happening with those actors, not just from the movie, but also <laughs> their real lives. So, so the other day I was watching, I, I was wearing an Under Armour shirt at home, like because I, I bought a set of Under Armour clothes, which are also pajamas. Okay. So I'm just walking around at home, so like, why are you wearing that? You know, my favorite actor, Yoon Bun Kim, is also the <laughs> spokesperson and model for Under Armour. You shouldn't wear Under Armour at home. You should only wear it at the gym. You should see how fit he is. And I'm like, mom. <laughs> She literally knows, you know, he bought his mom uh, her own house and he roasts his own coffee. And I'm like, wow. wow. She knows everything. I don't like, know these details, Tita. And, and her and her sister as well, they send each other, like they tag each other Instagram posts. Like, look at him. He's on the red carpet today. He just won this award. Like, my mom knows their lives inside and oh out. Oh my God. They should have their own, like, e entertainment. Yeah. Oh. Maybe they should have their own podcast. They should. <gasps> that should be <laughs> amazing. Filipino titas talking about K drama. 
there's another thing which they all have in common is as well they all play like weird games on a com- on their phones which no one ever plays i don't think my mom plays any game yeah, uh, okay yeah. my, my mom plays all, all these word games my plants versus too. zombies that's my dad everything. oh okay yeah my dad he, and me too actually i think i have like 12 games on my phone like what what, what are the your go-to games candy crush mm. like candy those? crush saga <laughs> you pay for candy crush or no paid no i've not paid for any of those okay. I, I told you right earlier i'm very stingy Uh, <laughs> i don't pay right, for games right 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 i pay for books and things like that but not 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 games not gaming apps. I, even i don't pay for books i download all my books online <laughs> okay so tell, i'm like next everyone. level stingy tell everyone <laughs> <laughs> this is what you mean you need to have a conversation <laughs> no no i'll tell you something do you understand how much time and effort goes into writing these books I, that's where i was going to so i bought <laughs> books after i read them on an on my kindle and i'm like okay this is really good the author deserves some credit and that's when i give them my money but i need to first scan and see if this g- there's an app called blinkist where you get the summary of of the books right yeah have you tried it i love it yeah yeah because i i was very skeptical because i have audible so Mm. i'm skeptical about these like 15 minute um fast track books summaries yeah summaries Mm. i don't know if it actually takes the whole like the gist of the it does but it makes so i instead of reading reviews about a book i would check the blinkist and then i would decide if i want to buy the full version yeah because that's like 15 minutes of your time right just listening to yeah or you can read it as well so you Ah. can have an audio or you can read i prefer to read is it a paid app it is yeah oh no then it's out (laughs) (laughs) money (laughs) someone's more stingy than you jeez nice to meet you bro come on treat me to more than mcdonald's (laughs) maybe a nicer restaurant next time yeah okay speaking of dating oh dear how's your dating life if you don't mind us asking like and how is it in i mean dating in the ue is (laughs) <laughs> i have no words but we'll, we'll leave that to you <laughs> well it is not easy because i am very much a workaholic right so i have been a workaholic for a really long time because i always just wanted to like we we're talking about this competitive mm. uh, nature right so i've always been really competitive in my career and i always wanted to like reach a certain um i don't know job by 25 or i wanted to have my own business at 25 did right. that failed but i always had these like professional goals and my industry um marketing communications is so time consuming so i don't really have time or i wouldn't really make time for dating right or even friendships wow so it's really difficult for me to maintain any kind of personal relationship that's not related to work yeah and what i found funny was that even when i was trying to you know date recently i just made them into professional connections <laughs> But that's the that's the next level friend zone, man. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like you as a friend. But you could be a someone I can work with, I guess. Seriously, how do you go from dating to professional? Well, because the I don't know. Like I would meet someone who is I don't know, like really successful in their career, right. and I'm like, wait, but I can take your business. Yes, that's true. <laughs> can you just hand me over your business card and we'll talk business? Pretty much. So yeah, I I've, I work zone people. <laughs> that is new. That is new to me. You don't friend zone you work zone but at least you kept them in your professional circle at least kept them in a circle like, at least yeah no but i mean eventually it dies off so if if you don't sign on the contract then i have to <laughs> i'm sorry if you're listening to me if you don't give me business then i'm not gonna be your business uh, business friend what do you call it not even a friend 
Associate? Yeah. 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 I'm not going to be associated associate to you at all. That's what she acquaintance. means. Acquaintance. Acquaintance. Yeah. 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 An acquaintance. But have you dated both Filipinos and Egyptians? No. Uh, Egyptians, yes. Oh, actually, yeah. Both. Uh, yeah. But no, I mean, not really. It wasn't, it was like, you know. Yeah. Mm. Puppy love. Kind puppy of love. Stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I used to be married, actually. I used mm. to, I had a British boyfriend. Okay. Oh, sorry. British husband. Mm. Right. And um, that was interesting because the, the cultures are completely different. Yeah. But after that marriage, I was more in touch with my um, Filipino and Arab side. Right. So that was very, 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 I think oh, it was an awakening moment for me. Like how much of the culture that I actually kept. Yeah. And how much I actually valued. Right. Mm. It, was, it was a very big learning experience. But that's interesting because then you also like... Y- your eyes get opened up to another culture as well, like letting in someone from Europe. Like yeah, from because UK, I yeah. thought it would be okay because I was very much independent. So I'm like, okay, this individualistic culture of, right. um, you know, the UK would be better. Like they're they're not so family. They are family oriented, but it's not the same as us. Oh yeah, you know, we we know our great grand titas. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I think Asian and culture is way 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 more family oriented exactly. than anyone else. Yeah. And same with Egyptian culture as well. Right. So I don't just know my dad's immediate family, also their extended family and yeah. and and so it's um it was very different. And I think from there you have a lot of differences from, you know, just the way you interact with your your family and um just simple things. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that I learned about myself right being in an interracial uh, marriage mm. <laughs> that's nice yeah because now you, you get to be more aware of who you are and what you yeah, want yeah exactly and also I think you know it's a little bit um, sad to to say but at that point there was still a lot of um, say I wasn't so proud of my heritage I wasn't right. so proud of my culture and I always used to think oh you know this European kind of culture is way more superior so I kind of shut that aside a little bit and I and I got lost in that. Yeah. But when you start seeing less of it, so when I started seeing less of my Filipino or experiencing less of the Filipino and Egyptian culture because yeah. I'm not at home anymore. Right. It was eye-opening. Mm. And then I started to accept and love and promote right both sides of me equally. Yeah. That's so good actually. That's really good. I think yeah. from such a young age we're already fed um these subliminal messages of like white is better. Like and the West is king, West yeah. is, all that yeah. Thing. yeah. Even in, in the Philippines, right? White skin, prettier, uh you're from the US, you're like God, you're a god, you know. And if you're married to a foreigner who is white, then you're like, Oh my gosh, wow, look at you. But it's not always the case, you know? Mm-hmm. And that, that's good because the more that you deviated for a moment from that side of your culture, like it gave you um, an understanding that actually my culture is one of the best or exactly. if not the best. Yeah. Yeah. For the best for you as well. Yeah. 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 It was it was it was really a I want to say life turning uh, moment there. Yeah. Because really I would there was a lot of, you know, even in the, the groups that I would hang out with the uh, the people that I would befriend. It wasn't that I was ashamed of my culture, but I yeah. just, I wasn't so out and proud about it. Right. right. And now it's like, nope, I'm Egyptino. Oh, <laughs> mm. that's nice. And I, I spoke about this in another podcast when we did this Hello Mamster Show podcast. And the same thing was with me growing up, but more towards my Indian side. Really? Yeah. Like uh, for me, I'm like zero Indian. But mm. not just recently, I not recently, maybe like in the last five, six years, that's when I actually started exploring my Indian side a bit more. Mm. 
and I like growing up I was just like oh Indian like everyone around me is Indian there's nothing unique about me but I have this unique Filipino thing because I I look like this mm. but I know Tagalog I didn't know everything about the Filipino culture so that was like my my like shining light I guess <laughs> but like my Indian side I was like keeping it very down low there's a lot of stigmas about Indians like like yeah. smelling bad and all these kinds of things and they they it's an overpopulated country so for me I was never in touch with my Indian side but recently I, that's when I said like I felt that growing up I I should be so proud of being from two different nationalities like people would be yes. killing to be in my shoes especially like in Philippines mm. where every big celebrity is half something and half Filipino. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Every single one. Okay, not every single one but like 99.99%. Majority. Did you guys ever want to be one of these uh artistas? artistas? Oh, me for sure. <laughs> me too. I, I I have a girl. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So my cousin works in GMA. Okay, so how can we get to your cousin? <laughs> <laughs> she used to work there, but she but because of her, I've met like, I've I've shook Richard Gutierrez's hand. I've met Angel Luxon, uh, Rian Ramos. His ultimate crush. My ultimate what about Piolo Pascual? No, I don't know Damn who that. It. Is how that, is that your crush as well, Piolo Pascual? No, no it's uh, Jericho Rosales. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> But but my cousin used to be like, and and I've gone on stage with a few Filipino celebrities because really? she's so well connected. She knows lots of people, and I'm just like, maybe if I, because they they love seeing when a foreigner speaks Tagalog. So yeah. I'm, and she would always be there to eat bulaga tapings, <laughs> and she's like, you want to get on stage? And I'm like, huh? Yeah. So <laughs> I've always that? wanted. I, so then I then I started looking at the new age half Filipinos. I don't know if you know like YouTubers like Will Dasovich. Or Erwan Usaf and Solen, Solen, Solen and Usaf. Curtis. They're and all, Curtis, yeah. yeah. So they're all vloggers and everything. So that's my ultimate goal. Like be someone who's my name is at least well known in in the elite circles of the Philippines. <laughs> you know, but I'm striving for that. I hope this podcast gives us a platform to yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all gonna be super famous halfies one day. Ooh, <laughs> I would love I to. I don't know. I I'm not. I'm not in. I'm not sure if I want to be famous. When I was younger, um, and we would always visit the Philippines, my Lola would always want me to join these, you know, these little Miss pageants on GMA. Oh my god! Or, and she's like, <laughs> "I need you to be there. You're gonna win it. You're gonna be cute. You're gonna be a, an artista." And all the time, every time she'd be like, "I want you to be an artista." And I'm like, "I don't want to be an artista." <laughs> but my sister, she loved it so much. She was like. Our um, so where we lived is called Olongapo. She was like the Miss Olongapo, wow. and she would join these pageants. And at one point, she was also on TV with um, what is his name? Willie Revillame, Willie wa- like Wawa Wee, Wawa oh, Wee, yeah. Okay. Oh, Wawa okay, Wee, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, back yeah. then. Um, so they used to have these like pageants, and she entered one of those as well. And she wanted to be in PBB, so she really wanted to be an artista for a while. And then, like, we all came back here, and she's like, you know what? I'm just going to be a regular person. I think, <laughs> I think after living, like, almost the life of an artista, always being out and about and hanging out with these people, she's like, mm. It's not for me. Yeah, it's not for her. Yeah. I still want to give it a try, though. Yeah. The thing is, there's no going back, right? Yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's going to be difficult to lay low. After it is, yeah. Like famous. I wouldn't want to be an uh, an art an artista like creatively. I think right. I'd want to be more known for work wise. Yeah, yeah. Like a professional side instead of like being artista. Yeah, yeah. I think he wants to be an artista <laughs> because I do comedy. I do stand up comedy, so I'm always thinking I should be like the next Jokoy or the next <laughs> something like that. So I, I don't know. It's 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 been a dream of mine to like at least when I walk in she's like hey can we take a picture with you I'm like not right now let me finish but my McDonald's I like, that. I like I like 
you know the the popularity of stand-up comedians because you're popular within your niche right. yeah right. so like joker can be you know walking here and very few people will know him mm, you know very it's true, people very true. just who who watch his shows yeah that's right it. Yeah. more filipinos okay. would know him but like if he goes to like dubai mall and like all arabs and yeah. indians and i'm like okay just a regular bald filipina guy yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah compared to like for example brad pitt like everyone would know him he walks yeah. into a room you're like oh my gosh that's brad pitt i don't think he'll be able to walk around dubai mall no i'll protect him oh. i really oh, love really? brad pitt i love brad pitt <laughs> he loves brad pitt so Why? much everyone says i look like him so i'm just like i've taken <laughs> that to my heart i think this is where we'll end the podcast <laughs> because it's just getting ridiculous <laughs> now. no or how about we just mute his mic i know i'm acting like i'm talking <laughs> Let's continue this conversation. Rude, with she that interrupted hit. me. Rude. <laughs> I'm struggling to think of the theme of this. I know. Like we don't have a theme to this. Yeah, one. exactly. Um, what else? I just, what what do you think your future plans would be? Like, what else is out there for you? Because you've already had a lot of things in life at such a young age. I honestly have no clue. Like, mm. I I know that I need to start focusing on my personal life now. Right. So. And and the personal life includes like not just you know uh, friends or a partner but also myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know what I want to do in that space, so I'm just I'm just riding along. Like we're kind of at our peak right now um, at work, so I'm too busy to even think about anything else. But come July, I turn 32, and I think after I come back from my holiday, I want to start doing more stuff for myself so yeah. i don't know if that's going to be i don't know more dancing lessons <laughs> or if it's going to be fitness of some sort or if, or if it's going to be i don't know uh, making new friends things like that but i really need to start focus m- focusing more on my professional side mm. give give work a little bit of a break i think i've achieved enough yeah I mean, <laughs> for being, now yeah yeah i think being head of operations at such a young age is that's amazing and mm. it's nice to hear that from someone who is very work oriented to mm. say i want to focus on myself as well because i feel like a lot of people are so work 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 yeah i think last year is why i'm like this now because i didn't have a single holiday last year and what yeah i had Ooh. two days off <laughs> i mean two What, friday saturday <laughs> no like two holiday days off okay wow but it was tough and then at the end of this year beginning of the, sorry at the end of at the beginning of this year and end of last year i started feeling the burnout And yeah. I'm not as creative and I'm not as productive anymore, which is, you know, what makes me good at my job. Yeah. So in January, I said, you know what? I've got 21 working days for the full year. I'm going to plan out every single day. And yes. I planned out Beautiful. all of my holidays mm. because I think you kind of take those breaks for granted. Yes. And if you don't plan it, you just don't do it. So I said, you know what? Work is always going to be hectic. Um, there's, But it'll have like, you know, work's going to continue yeah, even if i'm not there stop. Yeah, exactly yeah. In, that also happened to me like a few years maybe the last two three years i started realizing this like i started getting really burnt out at my current job and uh i was thinking last year i would move to philippines like just maybe just take a break take a gap year mm. live life by myself on my own terms and conditions and away from a desk Uh, then I met her, so I couldn't leave. But then, <laughs> but then my uh, fault. But but then I I realized like how important it is to have something that you do outside mm. your your current nine to five at least, and you should have. I think everyone should have their own hobbies that'll keep them occupied throughout uh, the non-working hours of the day. Absolutely. Because uh, 
and I also realized like what you said about leaves. I realized that every time there was a vacation, I was like, I have to be outside the country. Mm. But then I realized how important it is to do so. You can do so many things here in the UAE, even if you're on local leave. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, so I I am very much a home person. Yeah. I don't like really going out, even before COVID. I never really liked you mm. know going out, and I love cooking. I love you know making. I don't know, pasta from scratch, pizza nice. from scratch. So I was always a home person. But what I realized is <laughs> I need to be seeing people more often. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I think the more people that you meet, the more you learn about yourself. And that's something that I missed from networking days. Mm, like we don't yeah. get that anymore. That's true. Um, and your my my work circle is so small. Like I already know everybody there. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't just see work and then just be home. That's so true. it is it is really important to travel. And I loved like every time I traveled, I learned something new about myself too. Because you literally go into a completely different mindset even you know you're not anymore at home in your comfort zone yeah um you're not familiar with anything around you so it kind of resets your brain very true yeah do you travel alone most of the time so i didn't uh i didn't before but recently yeah so every year i go to thailand yes i love thailand so i'd spend two weeks in thailand half of it or let's say 70 percent of the time i spend it scuba diving and then the other 30%, I spend it um, in like the fine dining restaurants of Bangkok. And, wow. Yeah. Like and, McDonald's and stuff, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> my kind of fine dining. Okay. <laughs> food in Thailand, though. Wow. Seriously, wow. it's amazing. So are you into spicy food then? I love spicy food, but not, not too spicy. Yeah. Like, Sri Lanka, I remember when we went to Sri Lanka with my family. <sighs> yeah. That's the next level. Sri Lankan food is next level spicy. <laughs> And we went. We we tried to have a break from spicy food, so we went to KFC, but they don't have original. No. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. In Sri Lanka, they don't have because K- I had KFC on my last day there. Stop. Because I had to go fine dining in Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it was so spicy. I couldn't finish it, and you don't even have the skin because the skin is like mostly with all the coating of spices. It's, oh, we have to remove the skin and like. Oh, I won't survive then. Oh, you will not survive in oh. Sri Lanka. I'm sorry. I'm not good with spicy food. I'm no. trying to elevate my spicy tolerance but it's difficult mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it, it is it is rough but yeah. i love it like my especially my colleagues i have a lot of indian colleagues and they they make indian food at home and bring it to work and i'm like oh yeah. yes mm. cute. I well love it. you make your own food as well so we'll just wait for our invite for the pizza and all the other food yeah that you but i can't cook spicy food that's fine that's, that's fine <laughs> we love it I, I i can't eat like not i can't eat but i prefer a non-spicy food than what do you guys food. cook do you guys cook yeah i do i cook a lot I, uh, she cooks more than me i recently i started the i found passion in cooking as well okay what yeah. kind of food do you guys make uh a mix filipino arabic mostly western food i like to cook a lot of like um i don't know and anything from like pastas or like noodles with peanut sauce, th- like a Thai okay. type of food. I cook sinigang. I know how to make sinigang, um, which is my favorite food. Which, fish or beef? Uh, I cook mostly beef and pork sinigang. Okay. So I, I love sinigang. And then the rest is mostly normal, like fitnessy food, like rice and boring. vegetables. <laughs> yeah, like the boring chicken with but veg she, on she the side. counts everything she puts in her food. Like, okay, this is 100 yeah. grams of broccoli wow. yeah she she counts her food yeah something i don't do not now because like 
yeah, I she stopped for yeah. a while with oh, I'm not going to the gym I'm not like eating mm. like proper food I'm just taking a break but I used to I have a lot. lot of respect for you I can't yeah I mean the only time that I ever tried to um, by the way is this thing still on? yes yes yes, yes. Okay. I don't know if it's like 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. we're good I can see it from here yeah okay uh, yeah the only time that I I guess tried to count yeah. what I eat is when I did uh, personal training for six weeks Wow. But I needed to eat a lot. Right. So that's the only reason that I would count. But if you, I can't, I don't know how to, even that was really hard. Right. Because it's not like it was, it was a large amount of food. Like I had to eat half a kilo of beef or chicken or fish mm. every meal. Because you like, need your protein sources. Yeah. Oh. And it was not, it was not easy. So I, I don't enjoy the counting, but yeah. I, it takes a lot of dedication to do that. Yeah. And so, sometimes it messes up with your, your whole, like just every day, instead of you just eating when you're hungry, you're just like, wait, mm. is that a hundred calories of this is like my protein enough? Is this enough? And sometimes you just, just want to eat. You know yeah. when she would have chips? She would literally put on a bowl on top of the wing scale to see, okay, so I can have five pieces of chips for me. I'll just put my hand in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> But, so like, but she was like really dedicated to that when we met. Yeah, no, I have to do that because I I like obsessed with food a lot, and mm. I I just sometimes go out of whack and just eat anything. Oh wow! So yeah. in order for me to discipline to discipline, discipline myself, I have to, or else I'll just binge. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. a tendency to binge, and sometimes I just stop because my tummy hurts so much already of oh, just wow. like eating food. So mm. I have to. Th- that's like my way of like just stopping and counting and being more mindful of what i'm eating mm-hmm. yeah i need to be more mindful just because i eat a lot of bad food yeah so just for general health purposes but i found something really weird about myself so i would get random cravings like oh i would get i would crave like quail eggs one wow. day wow like boiled would, quail eggs yeah yeah and then i would crave i don't know toalia you know it's toalia? yes so yes it's tripe yeah tripe okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes or I would crave, I don't know, things like orange juice, whatever. Yeah. But every time I crave something, when I look up the health, the health benefits, I realize, oh my God, my body's trying to tell me what I need. Right. So I've only figured out that I had this ability recently. Yeah. yeah. And I've been listening to every single craving, that every weird craving, I listen to it. Yeah. And to what your like, body says. Yeah. Yeah. So I've when I go to the doctor now and I check out my blood every you know every six months or every few months, it's great. I don't even wow. have a vitamin D, D deficiency. That's so good that you do that. I think so. a lot of people forget that you actually have to go to the doctors even if you don't feel anything. Yeah, like just a regular checkup. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, most of the time people are like, I'm not feeling well. I'll go to the doctor. <laughs> but then it's yeah. better to have the prevention and go to the doctor yeah. every six months. Just for that. general checkup, yeah. yeah. You're like always in the doctors. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, my best friend is a doctor, so... No, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he has a lot of like health reasons to go to not the a doctor. Lot, not a lot recently, but ever since I met Janine, that's when everything started coming out. So <laughs> yeah. That's when really I started visiting now. the doctor a lot. Really now. Okay. But I think we'll end at one last question because our... Mute. <laughs> No, you're still on. No, because in our on our last episode 37, uh, we got a question from one of our guests. Uh, sorry, not guests, listeners. Yes. And they asked us, "Where do we see ourselves? Like when we retire? Like where's actually home for us? Is it Philippines? Is it India? Is it Lebanon? Is it going to be Egypt for you? 
or are you gonna plan on staying in UAE your whole life? So the the real question was like, where do you see yourself, or where what is home to you? Home to me right now is the UAE, mm-hmm. of course. I mean, it's all I know. But where do I see myself later? I have no clue. Like I can't imagine myself anywhere else because the UAE is kind of I don't know. You get spoiled when you live here too long. So you true. Know? You're you're so safe here. You don't even think twice. Yeah. about you know especially for women you don't think twice about you know being on the street at 4 a.m you don't think twice about oops you don't think twice about leaving your phone on a table in a food court it's so there's these small things i think you kind of take for granted when you've grown up here but when you travel and you see that no you need to hold your bag right next to you and you need to be looking front center back mm-hmm. you know it's it's too much so i don't know actually if i could live anywhere else so if any Emiratis are listening to this, please give me the passport. <laughs> you can get a golden visa. A golden visa. Yeah. Yeah. You have so, a good candidate here, guys. <laughs> so I'm here for the foreseeable future. Nice. Um, but if I did have to choose somewhere, I haven't traveled enough yet to know exactly what kind of place that I would want. But I would definitely want to be on an island. I'm the happiest, happiest, happiest when I'm you know, in, in in a tropical island as well. So mm. I wanna I wanna smell the trees. I wanna smell the sea. I wanna be able to, you know, eat from the land. Right. So I I just I would love to be more in a natural place. Yeah. Because um, that's that's what's missing here. I think the mm. UAE. Yeah. Yeah. Something well, real, some nature food instead beans. of everything being artificial. Well, the land. desert is nature, right? Yeah. But it's just but not it's the like kind barren of, land. It's yeah. not like it's not leafy green. It's but but I understand what yeah. you mean as well. It's also like the yes. putting your feet on the concrete on the sand and That's everything makes a, a lot point. of different. Like nature is not all about only green yes. but like the, the desert yeah. as well yeah, yeah the desert as well yeah that's true and but the, the, the plan that they announced did you see the urban plan for the UAE no so the sheikh announced it and it is gorgeous wow it's so green and it looks like Central Park look it up no don't tell that to janine she's her her dream is to actually move to new york that's where she sees herself yeah yeah Yeah. i couldn't do i didn't like new york yeah i I loved it so much i could like it's how i envisioned it in my head (laughs) ever since i was young it was like either paris or new york because that's what you see on tv right yeah paris new york i didn't like either yeah (laughs) we're so different paris not so much i didn't like it like i loved the view i loved everything but it's, it's just the people i couldn't like they're quite like rude they're very straightforward in paris in paris yeah. um, I don't know. and i i went to new york and i'm like oh my gosh i love it here i love the filth i love the 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 i ri- cannot the I diversity cannot. but his family well some of his family lives there and i'm like let's just move there he's like I they always know. say come to new york josh come i'm like i'd rather go to manila my heart is in the Philippines. yeah actually i'd rather be in manila yeah. than new york mm. i can't yeah. Okay. I can't do no. So I'm going with Sarah. So yeah. <laughs> you know why I don't like it in Manila? Because not that I don't like or I don't see myself living there. Because I I lived in the Philippines, so I like I've uh, been there. Yeah, okay. That's what I always tell Josh. I'm like, you haven't been there or lived there, so you wouldn't really know. And then he says like, but you haven't lived in New York. I'm like, mm, good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I think it's a topic for a, like a longer discussion that we should have. Like, where do we yeah. see ourselves in the future? But we did a full podcast on that in our last episode. Yeah, and we didn't even settle on anything at the end, did no. we? No, <laughs> yeah, we, we just like we don't. We know. just talked about it. And we never maybe settled. Maybe we're an like answer. more on Philippines for yeah. sure, but not like India or Lebanon because we didn't see ourselves yeah. going there anytime soon. But of course, not UAE as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean for the next couple of years, yes, mm. UAE, but 
definitely not staying here um, longer than yeah. a couple more years, yeah. I would say. Yeah. No, no. With all the things that they're doing now, honestly, I think it could be a place. But right. I don't like every few months. I need to get out of the, the UAE. Mm. I need to get to something that is more green and leafy you know that kind of nature so i i do see myself staying here as long as i get that you know time to go somewhere else like i'd love to try being a digital nomad for a few months i read so many books about that and trying to be a digital nomad but i don't have any skills (laughs) (laughs) something or you can create your own skills you can learn new skills well if you're remote i mean now that everyone's tried remote working yeah I think in some industries you can get away with it yeah. if your company would allow you to. That's true. So I would like to do that. So yeah. hopefully one day we're all a digital. Nomad yeah, no, this podcast somewhere. will be like I'm in Philippines, Janine's in New York, or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in Thailand. Exactly, <laughs> scuba diving and all that. Yeah. Is there anything that you would like to share to our listeners or like? Any closing comments? Any closing comments? I don't know. This this podcast has been like we've spoken about everything. (laughs) This is our longest (laughs) podcast ever, but it was so good. I didn't feel like it it was more than an hour. Yeah, we didn't even like have to you know stay on script or things. Yeah, it was just natural. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. (laughs) But almost one thirty, so we have five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So I know it was just like honestly thank you guys for doing this no, thank you for, so, for coming so really yeah it's been really refreshing yeah um, and I love I love the the happy news in the beginning yes. and all of this stuff and thank I don't know it's just so easy thank you so, yeah. and we'll have you again you know for sure yeah. yeah I think this was more of an introduction than if we have like certain topics that we want to talk about then we can even bring you in as well so I, I have um, something for your future guests that I will say yes. okay so future guests he makes good coffee. Okay. He makes really good coffee. <laughs> His dream is to be a barista or own a coffee shop. Yeah, that is my, my end goal. Yeah. Uh, and she makes it super easy to be yourself. Wait, where am I looking? I need to yeah, look at the camera. camera. <laughs> <laughs> really? Are you on TikTok? Are you looking at the screen? <laughs> I just said something good about you. <laughs> oh, shut up. Take it back. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's super cool. So if you're going to be a guest here, um, do it. Don't be scared about it. They'll easy win. And um, there is one thing, though. They promised snacks and they didn't get snacks. Oh, so no, we'll no, have no, your no. snacks later. Yeah, we didn't yeah. want to feed you before because yes. you might get well, too hi, hyper. Yeah. I'm hungry now. <laughs> we'll give it to her later. We have a lot of snacks. Yes, we? we do. We do. But yeah, demand food. Yeah. That's we got it. you guys for that's, a future guest. That's the only way we can pay you. Anyway. Yes. For now. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. That was a Our pleasure. First guest, Thank you guys. so much, really. That, that went really well. It went really smooth. Yeah. Smoother than I expected. I thought we had to like open you up a little bit in, no. the, in the sense of you speaking. No, not like, <laughs> not like slicing your stomach. <laughs> that was the plan. <laughs> no, no, but it, it, was, it was really comfortable as well. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. it was awesome. You guys are great. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you so much. Wanna close it off? Yeah, so uh, thank you guys for joining us once again for another episode of the Half a Nice Day podcast. And please do subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash half a nice day. And please do subscribe and hit that like button and turn that notification bell on so you can get quality content like this. And please do find us on Instagram at half a nice day podcast. And you can also send us your emails, questions, suggestions, feedback that you have at half a nice day show at gmail.com. And also send in your questions. Maybe when we have the next guest, we can maybe when we have you again, we can ask our listeners if they have any questions for you. Then yeah. we can answer on the podcast. 
Exactly. Absolutely. And yeah, please do share this podcast with your friends. Tell your friend to tell a friend about the show. And and if you have any guest nominations for us, oh, like yeah, you can any let us know. Yeah. or anyone else, just let us know and we'll have and them And we'll try here. to contact them, slide into the DM as we did Sarah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we got her here. Exactly. And, and anything else? And please do give a good rating on this podcast. We yes. really need it. Apple Podcasts <laughs> and everywhere else. I beg you. We beg you. Yeah, but... So uh, we have to teach Sarah how to close... Oh yeah. yeah so so we say like either one of us so since i'm closing today i say on that note and then mm. you have to go have a nice day but like we go really high really high so okay can i hear the sing. actual version okay, okay. one two three <laughs> on that on that note have a nice day okay, okay. it's really high pitched <laughs> you can we be a bass this. if you want or something you, you can, can be any harmony yes <laughs> so on that note, have a nice day. We Very love good. you guys. We like you as a friend. Bye. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Thank Sarah. You. Bye. Bye. Wow. I that love was... that.